Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators. I hope you're having a wonderful morning or day so far. It is just going to get better from here. Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't know me and this is your first time, my name is Rachel and you are listening to our reflection episode where we talk about some things and set some intentions for the week just so that we can go about our days in a more mindful and loving and centered state of being. So we are going to get into our topic in just a moment, but I wanted to share some announcements with you guys, just what's going on with me. So on Friday, I launched the 9 to 5 Dropout Academy, and what this is, is it's really just kind of a basic business course, because I know a lot of individuals who are on this path of self-development find themselves wanting to pursue something that they are very passionate about. They're wanting to pursue their life purpose, and often this leads to starting their own business, or maybe it's not a full-time business, but it's more of like a side hustle. So what I did was created a course and a program to take you through all those steps. I am so sick of these like get rich quick programs that are out there and I really wanted to develop one that helped you figure out really what was a fit for you but that would also be a fit for the market. So anyway, I'm just really excited that finally got launched. There is a free component to it, which is a 10-step business checklist with a free mini course. So if you're just kind of starting to think about maybe one day perhaps starting your own business, I do encourage you to check that out because it just lists the basic steps of doing so and you can know what the process is going to look like for you. Okay, second thing, I am going to start offering personalized meditations. I may not have started doing that by the time this episode airs, but please start checking the show notes if you're interested in getting your very own personalized meditation because I will link to how to do that. Um, So it will be a 20 to 25 minute meditation. I'm also doing 45 minute personalized affirmations. So whatever your goals are, it's infused with your name, your intentions, um, the option to do binaural beats or Reiki energy. It's a whole bunch of fun stuff. I'm really excited about it and I'll keep you posted when that actually launches. Okay, that's all that's going on for me. Let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is going to be loving kindness, viewing ourselves and our worlds through a lens of loving kindness. So I want to start with a quote, and this quote comes from Rumi, and he says, when we practice loving kindness and compassion, we are the first ones to profit. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about some research behind loving kindness. And also in the show notes, I'm going to link to a blog article that has 18 science-based reasons of why trying loving kindness would probably be a good idea. And it really goes through the different research studies. So I love whenever research backs up these concepts because there's a lot of people out there who, unless there's concrete science behind it, they just don't buy into it, which is fine because research is catching up and we are beginning to study the importance 
importance of adding in these mindfulness and these intentions and what an impact it can have on us and also on our world. So loving kindness has been backed by research to promote well-being, which kind of makes sense. It's also been shown to have effects on healing, anywhere from decreasing migraines to decreasing chronic pain to decreasing PTSD symptoms and other mental health disorders such as schizophrenic spectrum disorders. It's also been shown to actually increase our gray matter volume in our brain, which really helps with emotional regulation. And the one study that stood out to me that I think will probably stand out to a lot of people in the audience is practicing loving kindness can actually slow aging. Maybe I won't have to be spending a hundred plus dollars on my night cream anymore. Just practice more loving kindness, right? Benefits me, benefits everybody. Um, It helps with social connection and interaction, which makes sense. It also helps a lot with self-love. Like the Rumi quote said, we are the first ones to profit whenever we practice this loving kindness. Even though we're doing it a lot for the people and situations in our lives, we benefit honestly more than anybody else does. So yeah, I will link to that and you can check out the different studies. They're really fun to look through and read through and it might help you whenever some people in your life kind of question if this like mindful or woo-woo stuff really works. You can be like, oh, actually there have been studies. Let me show you. So let's get into what loving kindness actually is. So we all see the world through a lens. And that's how two people can be in the exact same situation and have completely different stories about how that situation occurred. So it's not that one person is right and the other person is wrong. However, often the two people in that kind of circumstance automatically view the other person as wrong because they are just so clear in their own perception. But that's how two people can experience the same thing and see it differently because they're just wearing different lenses. So much of our own reality can be shaped by the lens that we see things through. And a couple weeks ago, you might remember I uh, read an excerpt from one of Dr. Wayne Dyer's books and he talked about wearing a lens. And so it's kind of a, a similar concept. Um, that was the episode where we were talking about balancing materialism with spiritualism. And he was talking about putting on this lens to really see the world for what it is and how it helps with that like spiritual material balance. So through this lens that we wear, the world can be beautiful and loving, or it can be hateful and angry, or it can be a very scary place. All of this is determined by how we interpret everything, what we choose to pay attention to, and where we naturally pay attention. So if you walk into a room, what's the first thing you pay attention to? That could be very different than the first thing another person pays attention to. Now, as humans, we do have commonalities that have been studied extensively by sociologists and psychologists, but we also have incredible individual differences that determine what we pay attention to, how we interpret situations, what we think about situations, the emotional response that we have to situations, all of that kind of stuff. Our lens also contributes to that endless mind chatter that we have going on almost 100% of the time, that 
that self-talk that is just always there. I compare it to like a little friend or frenemy who's just always with us. who's just talking and talking and talking and talking. It's not necessarily us, but it is a part of us. And that lens that we wear really affects what this little guy who's always with us is saying. And so not only will this lens affect how we view the world, but it really affects how we interact with the world because our interaction is based on our perception most of the time and our emotional response to what we think we are experiencing. So it affects how we respond or react to situations, to other people. It determines the conversations that we have with others. It determines the action that we take. It determines the steps that we take in our life. And it determines how we talk to ourselves, like I just said. So this lens can determine if we see ourselves as good or bad. If we see ourselves and choose to focus on our good qualities, or if every time we think about ourselves or look at ourselves in the mirror, we focus on things we are not happy with. It also determines how we view others in our lives. If we see them with love and understanding, or if we see them with resentment and contempt and judgment, and being super critical of their actions. So because it determines how we see ourselves, because it determines that endless self-talk, because it determines how we see other people, then it pretty much determines every single thing that we do. It determines the path that we choose to head down when there's multiple ways to go. That lens is what's going to determine the path that you take. It determines any so-called risks that we take or if we choose to always play it safe. It determines almost all of the opportunities that are presented to us. Even though it doesn't really seem that way, there is such a connection between everything that there are very rarely coincidences or things that happen. So much of it has to do by with what we are putting out into the universe. So I really want to drive this point home by um, having you think of a time where you just had a conversation with such a negative Nancy. It was just like you tried to come up with solutions and they just shot you down. Or maybe you can think of somebody in your life who Every time you ask them how they're doing, it's always like a mwah, mwah story or a story of drama, and they're just always coming from that place. And then so you interact with them and you don't feel good. So either you still have to interact with them and then they make you feel kind of icky and then maybe you go and aren't so nice to the next person you interact with, or perhaps you just avoid them because you don't want to deal with it. Their lens that they wear affects every single person that they come across in some way. Now that individual might see the world as people are no good because they're never supportive of me or, you know, I the world isn't fair because I never have any opportunities. And, you know, they can have all these stories that seem so real to them that really just contribute to this lens and reinforce this lens that they're wearing without ever having the awareness that, that the universe is just responding to what they are putting out. But since we're all wearing a certain kind of lens, it's almost impossible at times to understand 
how this all plays out in our own lives because we're wearing our lens. We just, we don't see how we act or think or respond through an outsider's perspective. We just see how the world looks through the lens that we're wearing. It's not that we were born necessarily wearing this lens, although we kind of were because we are all born as individuals. We are born with certain natural dispositions. You can see it in babies. Some babies are just super chill and sleep through the night right away, and then you have other ones that don't sleep through the night for the first three years, and they're just always having to do something. Those children are born that way. So we are born with natural temperaments, natural dispositions. Some are more extroverted, some are more introverted. Like there's so many things that that are just us, you know, but then the rest of the lens develops because of circumstances that we have. And then they are just reinforced by habits, by thinking patterns, by all of these things that we do every single day that reinforce how we view things, that make it very difficult to try to change how we act, how we respond, and how we think. So I want you to take a moment here before we go into seeing a world through loving kindness and being the source of loving kindness. Before we get into that, before we get into the fun part, you know I love some self-reflection. So just think about the lens that you wear. Is it a fearful lens? Is it an angry lens? Is it a sad lens? Is it a happy lens? Is, Is it a mixture of several different things? Just take a moment to really be honest with yourself. Again, never, ever, ever judge yourself. We're just examining this as a starting point to know how we can shift and become that amazing source of loving kindness for ourselves and also for our world. So hopefully you you started to think of some things and you, you have an idea of the lens that you're wearing now. What I want you to do for the rest of this episode and for the rest of today and for the rest of the week is put this lens aside. Forget about your past. Forget about your habits. Forget about the way you have always thought about things. Admittedly, this is easier said than done, but let's just try. Let's push aside that disbelief and let's just take this lens off now and replace it with a lens of loving kindness. And the first person we are going to view through this new lens, I'm sure you'll be able to guess it, that first person is going to be ourselves. So we are only going to look at ourselves through the lens of loving kindness. So what exactly does this look like? Well, this means that we do not compare ourselves to anyone else. We do not judge ourselves even when we make mistakes or even when we catch ourselves thinking negatively or judgmentally about others or about situations. It is viewing every aspect of ourselves, of our minds, of where we are right now in our lives through the lens of love and kindness. So typically, we are really, really exceptional at being hard on ourselves. So we think if we criticize ourselves, then that makes us better people. 
But often all it does is train our minds to focus on mistakes and these perceived shortcomings and kind of dismiss anything good, which causes us to obsess over and over about what we did wrong and paying very little to no attention to the beautiful parts of ourselves. And we all have beauty within us. And we are going to be able to see it a lot easier with this lens of loving kindness. So our natural tendency causes us to look at our lives and see the negatives. But remember, we took that lens off and we have the loving kindness one on now. So we're going to focus on the beauty and it might not come natural, but set the intention now. Set the intention to view yourself through a lens of loving kindness. And to begin this process, and I encourage you to do this every single morning this week and maybe every single morning for the rest of your life if you like it. Whenever you wake up, go to a mirror and just tell yourself, I love me. I love me. And practice viewing yourself through the lens of loving kindness. Now, you can start with something physical that you like. You know, I have a friend. It's it's funny because she has really great hair. And one of her friends told her, you know what, no matter what happens in your life, you can always look in the mirror and say, I have really great hair. And I just love that because it's so true. She has really great hair. But what if we all did that? What if we had that one thing about us that we just loved? And it doesn't have to be physical. Physical is typically easier to start with. It's easier to make the transition because a lot of times we look in the mirror and we focus on things we don't like. So if we can practice focusing on something we do like, that helps to train us slowly to view other parts of ourselves that way. But you absolutely do not have to start with the physical pieces. You can look in the mirror. You can look deep into your eyes through this lens of loving kindness and just express how you feel feel, express all of the beauty that you know, that you see is inside of you. Feel that compassion that you have for your world. Feel how you really just want to better yourself, how you want the best for yourself and other people. Feel the love, that strong love that you have within you. Look in your eyes and just spend a few moments bringing out all of these wonderful, beautiful aspects that lie deep within your soul. And then as you go through your day, just notice any natural negative self-talk that you might get wrapped up in. And whenever you have this, whenever you notice it, what I want you to do is surround this in a bubble of loving kindness and just watch it dissolve. Watch it turn into love. Ask yourself how you can turn this into love, how you can view this through the lens of loving kindness. And don't get discouraged when you have the negativity about yourself or about others because each time you experience this negative self-talk, these judgments, these criticisms, these old patterns that come up, they are just new opportunities for you to practice this loving kindness. View every single one as an opportunity. They're good. Let's, let's all want ourselves to, to naturally think negative things so that we can practice this. And then over time, we can transform it. Because we never can just snap our fingers and transform something. We need practice. Think of how much you've trained for your job or for, you know, anything that you're able to master in your life. It takes years often. And that's what we're doing. 
But we're not getting mad at ourselves for thinking negatively. We're just viewing that through a lens of loving kindness and thanking ourselves for the opportunity to practice it. Once we are in the practice of viewing ourselves this way, we're then going to view our world through that same lens. Appreciate the beauty. So often we walk around in our heads and we miss all of the beauty that is around us. We miss the trees and the birds and the squirrels and a mother holding her baby and you can just see the love in her eyes, a couple holding hands and you can tell how in love they are. We often will interpret things negatively, but what if we tried to look for the beauty in everything? There's love everywhere. We just typically walk around with blinders on and we choose not to focus on it. So once you open yourself up and you choose to look through a lens of loving kindness, you can see it everywhere. Also, let's view those in our lives through the same lens. It can be so easy, especially with people who are close to us, to look at them through a lens of judgment or of criticism or of frustration. And yes, others in our lives can be very frustrating. And yes, they can make choices that we do not agree with. And we might not understand what they're talking about half the time or why they would say certain things or do certain things. And that's okay. We've spent years focusing on that. What if we shifted it? Just for this week, just for today, try it. See the good. Look into your loved one's eyes. The next time that you're talking to them, even if it is about where you guys are going to go for dinner, look into that person's eyes and do the same exercise that you did while you were looking at yourself in the mirror. Look into their eyes and see the goodness in them. See the love. See the compassion. See their positive attributes. You know, you don't have to, they don't have to know that you're doing this. Um, Try not to linger too long. They're going to ask you why (laughs) you just keep staring at them. But it's something to just try out. Or if you do experience frustration, see how you can shift this frustration or any negative emotion that you experience from dealing with another person. See if you can shift it in some way so that you can almost see it lovingly from their perspective. Can you feel empathy? Can you have understanding? Are you possibly jumping to conclusions about what their behavior or their words mean? Are you assuming things from your own lens that could very well not be the truth? What if you decided to look instead of this old lens that we already took off? What if you decide to look at them, at their words, at their behavior, at their actions through loving kindness? Now, this might take some work for a lot of us. It might not come natural, and we might not be able to do it all the time. We're also not going to sacrifice ourselves in any way and give every single person the benefit of the doubt. That's not at all what this is about. This is about just seeing others through loving kindness, while we also see ourselves through loving kindness. So that means if you're having an interaction with somebody that is not going well, what is the most loving and kind thing you can do for yourself and you can do for that person. That might be just walking away for a little bit, but trying to do so from that place of love. Or 
walking away until you can get back into that state of loving kindness and then come back to that interaction or that conversation. I know this is way easier said than done. That's why we're just trying it out. And if you only successfully do this one time this entire week, that's amazing because that's one more time than you would have done last week or the week before any of the other weeks in your life. And finally, we are going to practice loving kindness in different situations that we come across. So perhaps you would typically judge or be fearful or become angry in certain situations. What if we switched this perception and view these situations through a lens of loving kindness? How different would they look? And what would this do for you? What if we could eliminate a lot of our fears that very rarely our fears come from actual threatening situations? So much of our fear comes from ourselves and that lens. How would putting on this lens of loving kindness shift? How would it transform so-called fearful situations into one that are opportunities for you? Opportunities to practice love and kindness for yourself and for others. And to help you set intentions to do this, try also for today. Every time you walk into a new situation or a room or a conversation, just mentally send everybody in that room and everything that might be occurring loving kindness. So instead of walking into a situation and having fear, having doubt, or already being frustrated before you even walk in, how different would you feel walking in and just sending loving kindness? What you are going to find is that other people's actions and reactions don't matter as much. Things are a lot less scary. They're a lot less irritating. Things can just kind of roll off of your back because a lot of sources of negativity don't really matter that much. They only matter really to the people who are involved. That's why, you know, when um, we're having situations in our life, we often seek outside help. We go to counselors, we go to life coaches, we go to that person because we need that third party perspective to kind of help bring us back and help us realize what we're actually dealing with. Well, we become that person for ourselves once we start to view the world through loving kindness. Because we don't have these strong negative emotions that skew our perceptions. So through this process, you might see incredible changes in yourself. You might be apt to take a lot more risks because instead of fearing all the negative possible outcomes, you then see all of the beautiful, loving possibilities. You know, you might talk to somebody or network or reach out to somebody that you never would have dreamed of doing so in the past because you were viewing that person through loving kindness. And the final aspect of our lives that we can shift our perception of is our past. Many times when we think about our past, like our past situations with particular people or at particular jobs or just stages in our life, it's very natural to think of the negatives. 
So I can look back and think of my job that I had that kind of just like sucked the life out of me and even talking to you about it. that That's the first thing that came to mind. It sucked the life out of me. But there are a lot of positives. I had amazing coworkers. Mostly it was just my coworkers. But if I looked back and thought of that job through a lens of loving kindness, then I would appreciate these lasting friendships that I built that I would never have built if it was not for that job. So yes, going to work every day may have sucked. But looking back through a lens of through the lens of loving kindness, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the love that I have for the relationships that I built and for those people that are still my friends today. And even if you think back to a time in your life that wasn't great, can you view it through loving kindness? We're, this is not to say that you're excusing anybody's behavior, but can you look back and think of those who were there to support you? And just reflect back on that experience and that support system through loving kindness. And if you do really want to challenge yourself, can you look back and view the people who have hurt you, the people who it has been so hard to forgive through that lens of loving kindness? Now, not everybody's going to be able to do that, but if you think that might be a healing experience for you, try it out. Okay, so I know that I gave a lot of different examples and a lot of suggestions of what you can do this week. You don't have to do all of them. If one really stuck out to you, focus on that. I do encourage most of you to start with yourselves, to see yourselves through loving kindness. And just ask yourself, as you go throughout your day, if I was viewing this through a lens of loving kindness, how would it look? Or how can I view this? Or how can I view myself through a lens of loving kindness? So that is all that I have for you today. There is a beautiful meditation that will help with this. So please check that out. I am seeing you all right now through my lens of loving kindness. I am sending so much love. I appreciate you more than I can say for tuning in, for taking this time to listen to me ramble on sometimes, (laughs) taking the time to go through the meditations and take what you listen to and take what resonates with you and apply that during your days. That's beautiful. So I hope that you have a loving and kind and amazing week. I will talk with you next Monday. Love and light, friends. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe rate and give us a review and join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.